Hey everyone, this is Jeff Stevens and this is the Creative Stick Up. Uh, this is the second podcast or the second panel we did last night as part of the Addie's Primer Live over at Bad Dog Studio. Tara Nesbitt and I interviewed Holly Aguirre and Heidi Singleton, co-managing directors at New Honor Society, and we wanted to talk to them about building great agency culture. Uh, these ladies have built something very special down there, and they have an interesting story about how they uh, started this little guerrilla-esque marketing company within this giant holding uh, company of IPG. I like them a lot. They uh, are doing great stuff. So have a listen to uh, Tara and I interviewing Holly and Heidi. So these, these are the ladies, and they already asked me why they weren't included in the Lambs or the Leaders, but it wasn't because they were ladies that we caught. It was an L, and it all worked with the poster, so you guys should have known that. You're such a writer. I'm, I know. It was a writer thing. Um, so anyway, this is the, the panel. It is on uh, leaders of an agency. These I invited them because I, I admire what they've built down at New Honor Society. This is Holly Aguirre and Heidi Singleton, and they are co-managing directors of an agency in town called New Honor Society. And we're going to talk to them about that experience and a little bit about culture building, and then you know maybe some other things. So welcome. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Do you guys want to? Do you guys? This is uh, yeah. Let's do it. Hello. Come on. Come on here. How many people are from New Honor Society tonight? Okay, so we're gonna have a little crowd, a little home crowd here. They'll laugh at everything. Thanks That's for awesome. Thanks for <laughs> do you guys want to talk a little bit about just briefly introduce yourselves, what you do, what side you're on, and give us a little background on how you got sitting in the seat? Not everything, just the cut down version. Sure, you start. Okay. Holly. I'm Holly. Holly Aguirre. And by side, I think you're asking it like account. Or account creative. or creative? I'm sorry. You have to pick a side. Yes. You've got to pick one. So, <laughs> account. I'm the account account half of the agency leadership yep. ring. Yes. Okay. Um, so. And you came here. Yeah. You started a zip something, right. and you so did something. So getting out of the table. I've been <laughs> going to the same building. I just had this conversation the other day with Lucky, where she. For 16 years. Ooh. We both have. Ooh. We both have. Right? So you, you hear There's that some... and you're like, wow, wow, they're really complacent and <laughs> the word experience is not a positive thing and they've been at the same place for a long time and uh -huh. I would never want to work with them or hire them. They're, they're really comfortable. So you, you guys are the last two standing at this building and they're just like, put them in charge. Yes, you stick around long enough and you're around the place. So, it's a strategy. It takes a while. It does pay out. It takes patience. Beautiful. Okay. So, and actually, Heidi and I, actually, we didn't work together. I didn't really know her very well for the first eight years. Okay. So, it was the kind of place where you could be there, and it was bigger, and, mm -hmm. yeah, we didn't work together. Yep. I didn't know much about her at all. And then within the last eight years is when we started working together and built a great rapport, and then eventually um, had the opportunity to take a leadership position for the agency overall. And yeah. we had to decide what that was going to be and what that was going to look like. And so we decided it was the two of us okay. together. You guys decided this. No one told yes. you. Nope. Well, the question was, what, what's going to happen? And we said, we have an idea. And our idea was that we would co-manage. Mm -hmm. And we had a thought for a name and a thought for a direction and a position and a change. And so we... Brought that forth, and somebody said, so, "Okay, <laughs> here we are. It's that easy." <laughs> That's funny. 
and and I will and jump in at any point. But I, I admire having worked at IPG or having worked for IPG and understanding big agency holding companies and how they operate, and how you two guys were ladies were able to put this deal together, rename this place, let them just kind of give you the keys and go do your thing. Has how does that work? Or is it they're just in, they're not what's going on? I mean, they must have bought your vision. They bought the vision. Um, I'm Heidi. This. I'm on the creative side. Yes. Did you enter that? Um, yeah, that's okay. Please do. <laughs> I, we figured that. <laughs> the other side. And um, it it works as long as you're making money. They leave you alone. Okay. And they've left they've left us alone. We've been doing we've been successful. So 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 far so good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that we had to kind of take the reins. And when they saw mm-hmm. somebody willing to do that, they they were like, "Let's give it to like, them." Yeah, let's give it a try. So there's a point where. It's almost, it was almost a sort of like applying for a job, you know, because they didn't have to give it to us. Mm-hmm. And when you're looking for what you want to do, and we were at a point in our careers where we had a sense of self and what we what we liked doing and what we felt we were good at and what would be a positive thing for the agency. And so you're kind of interviewing for that job, even though we've been there for a long time. And you can look at it as, I'm going to figure out what the leadership wants and what they want me to be and what their vision is and what's important to them, and you can go in and try to be all of those things. But we were at a point in our career where we said, we're okay if we get fired and we don't, mm-hmm. and they don't pick us. Yeah. We had to be willing to do that, and so we went in and we thought, this may not work, and, and it did, and, and when it does, it's really fun. And then, and then you're sort of encouraged to take that approach to pretty much everything that you do. And, and now we find when, when people say, what kind of clients are you looking for? What's a good client for your agency? And it's like one that's not afraid of getting fired. Right. You know, one who wants to do something really great, even if it means they could potentially lose their job. Right. Mm-hmm. And you, were, you knew all this was at stake and were on board with this and sort of had the, the positioning of this new thing. Right. Tell, so for, um, gosh, the... 10 to 15 years, we'd been working in sales promotion. The agency was about sales promotion, Mm -hmm. which means you're chasing after consumers with a persuasion or an incentive, and you're trying to change behavior. And we were learning over the years that brands, it seemed, knew their consumers better than they knew themselves. Mm -hmm. They And they were willing to change what their story was and change what they look like to please a consumer. Every year, we'd start over again and start over again with a new campaign. It's like, what are we going to be this time? And um, we sort of just stopped and said, um, what if the brand is the target? What if the consumer's not the target, but the brand is? What if the brand had an op- the brands have an opportunity to add value and to, to add meaning to people's lives instead of just trying to sell products? Mm-hmm. And if we could help them live into something bigger than their products and maybe attract people to them, they become the target. So that's kind of the positioning that we took. We call it less sell, more soul. Less sell, more soul. Yeah. That was you. Yeah. So if a, a you know a and client you went would, in and, and do you remember this day when you went to the IPG people and said, okay, here's what we're doing, and they were thumbs up or like what or you know I think that <laughs> <laughs> a lot of stars aligned at the right times gotcha. and we want a big client and sort of let them know we were changing so it sort of allowed us to yeah. just and so the new change. agency is called New Honor Society. Mm-hmm. Is there a yeah. where that came from? It's really meant to represent the notion that we're trying to elevate the entire marketing industry to be more honorable to the consumers and to brands yeah. so that there's no reason why it's it's all about the brand winning out by selling more product but consumers can win too i mean the the best creative minds in the world are in the marketing industry and we have an opportunity to mm-hmm. actually do meaningful things and solve real problems and so it was just um 
we wanted a name that would capture that and not, frankly, sound like an ad agency, but mm -hmm. sound like a team of people who are working toward this this common philosophy. Yeah, that's good. Speaking of your team, um, you know, I kind of did a little creeping on your website. <laughs> I would say it's a, mostly female-based. Uh, talk about how it is working together as far as, you know, dynamics, energy, collaboration. Mm -hmm. Because of the number of females? Yeah. Because a lot of women. Completely by accident. Yeah. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> Let everyone think about that. <laughs> Let that sit there. First. So it's interesting, and the conversation often comes to, well, between Heidi and I, it's two females running an agency, and then you have accountant creative running an agency, mm -hmm. and none of that should work. Right. And as we've grown and evolved, um, we, don't, we don't really, it's easy to sort of say you don't think about it, but we didn't really think about it in terms of who we were hiring, and it wasn't intentional. It was uh, who's the right talent, who's the right mind, who has the right approach and it's not you know men or women but it's fantastic uh, you know there was a point in the agency where the account team was all female and the creative team was all male and it wasn't better or worse it's it was different mm -hmm. and uh, the the chemistry is is really good it, it never it, the issue of gender I don't think plays a role at all uh, positive or negative mm -hmm. See, and I, I thought when I when I talked to you both, I I disagree. I think it does. I think it does. I think I think you guys. Get there's a way that two <laughs> that two. I just think that two women bring a different perspective to culture building than two guys would. I just think that it's. I don't know. It's a feminine masculine thing. I mean, it's it seems simple. But anyway, I'd love to. You guys. So here's the question. Maybe we'll get there. You guys came on and figured out the brand, figured out what you wanted this agency to stand for, and then how soon after did you say, all right, we need the culture to match what we're saying, and you had to start working on the internal culture? And how long did that take, and how important was that? And let's tell where yeah, we I mean, I think that we were lucky enough to have a good culture to begin with, um, historically, but we, we, we were much smaller than when we had started um, 16 years ago, so it was really about... If we're going after something new with a new positioning and nobody knows who we are, yeah. how do we act like a startup and have that startup mentality as an agency? So I think culturally it, it probably fell out of that need um, to have everybody kind of working toward one common goal. And that's probably where some of that collaboration comes from is mm -hmm. we try to get everybody, account, creative, everybody, um, working toward the same goal. So people talk a lot about collaboration. Mm -hmm. Well, you got to collaborate, you got to collaborate, but then they'll give... You know, one set of people one goal, and then another set of people another goal, and say, "Now go play together in the sandbox." Nice. And um, we're, what we're trying to do is say, "No, everybody's working for the idea. That's that's the goal. Mm -hmm. Is the best possible idea. Mm -hmm. And if that's true on both sides, then ideally you'll naturally get better collaboration because everybody's trying to to mm -hmm. work toward the same thing. Um, and and as far as other kind of startup things, it's just. Uh, Thinking for yourself and being very entrepreneurial as an as a culture, so that people aren't waiting for an assignment or waiting to be told exactly what to do, but kind of stepping up and seeing a need and going for it and being kind of ambitious about it. Cool. Mm -hmm. Your your manifesto that you guys have developed, right? Which I I like. I love. Let's let's. So where did that come from? Are you talking about the? Yeah. The video? No, it what? was the, the book. The book. Oh, the it's in book. a book. Sorry. It's in a book. Yes. <laughs> but is that the, the thing that we're living by? But it, this is this was a, a thoughtful 
exercise that you went through as a company to come up with these things, yeah. Sorry, how so we behave. Just talking about our brand book, so it's sort yeah. of an, an internal employee handbook of yes. how we behave as an agency and as a culture that every uh, new employee receives when they start. Um, and so we developed sort of these four pillars which are, I can't remember them now, um, give a shit. See, it's a test. Give a shit. Give a shit. Figure shit out. Figure shit out. Make shit happen and don't be a shit. Right. Which is the most important one for me. I love that. Um, and they really kind of capture that entrepreneurial kind of yep. startup uh, mentality that we have about, um, you know, being resourceful. and But at the same time, being just nice and cooperative and, and humble at yeah. the same time. We didn't. Heidi and I didn't create that and and say yeah. this is it. Yeah. So at, and some of the people in the room here with us tonight created it, designed mm-hmm. it, yeah. wrote it. I can hear their voices in it. So mm-hmm. they own yeah. it. They owned it. So when we were small and we were getting ready for a change, we we're getting ready for growth and we're charting you know a new course. We got to we're like we are going to create this culture. We are going to grow. New people are going to come and each and every one of us is responsible for letting letting everyone know what what the um, sort of expected behaviors are. And it's not about fitting in mm-hmm. um, because you, you need to bring your whole self, but what uh, about respect and about um, acceptance of each other and about you know being challenging to the situation and not to each other. Um, and, and I'll say collaboration. I think we have tremendous strength between our account, and I'm looking at our people, yeah, tremendous um, strength about- between our account and creative teams and our planning teams. One, because... The reason Heidi and I chose to be co-managing directors mm-hmm. was um, it, wor- it works. If the way that teams work most effectively is if the account lead and the creative lead demonstrate how the rest of the team should interact mm-hmm. and how they should behave and how they can disagree respectfully and still disagree. Mm-hmm. But it has to be about the work. It's not about somebody trying to win or somebody trying to be right or I'm doing this because I have a client relationship and I'm doing this because I want to win a creative award. It's all about... The work that you're doing, mm-hmm. and so we have to set that example, and our account leads and our creative leads, you know, through the line, um, learn and adopt that and how we treat each other. So it doesn't mean we have to get along, but we have to disagree in a way that's productive. What, what's the thing that you guys have had to stop doing to to be this way with each other? I mean, you know what I'm saying? You have this amazing relationship at the top. Is there something, things that you've had to change? Like, I just can't do this city marks. It's just not working. You know, it's like kind of like a marriage, I guess, in a way. It's like you see each other every day. There's a lot of pressure mm-hmm. coming down on you, right? I don't know. We haven't really no. had issues. Good. Um, you, you guys just magically got along. Uh, I think it's because we... we <laughs> met. No. D- we I, definitely... There's definite... I think it's because we trust each other and we we, yeah. we respect each other's strengths. She has got things that she's amazing at that yeah. I am not and I'm okay with that yeah. and I don't want to be amazing at and hopefully she, I do too. Yeah. Um, right. So that, yeah, there's just a trust. I know that she's going to, you know, come up with the right thing at the right time yeah. in the right situation, you know, in whatever situation. And so I, I don't know. I think it's part of it's working together a long time, but part of it's just, um, I mean, we're kind of lucky that way. It's like with any yeah. marriage, you, you get, oh, there's a little bit of luck there to find yeah. the right person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, good. and I like to think I'm very creative. So if I get to hang close to Heidi, <laughs> sometimes I can you know, throw some ideas or throw them out. And, right. And I swat them away. This is a fun part for me. I have no responsibility for the creative, but I just get to throw stuff out there. Uh, That's perfect. (laughs) Every meeting I've been in, you're always the one that has the best idea to me. What? What? Okay, sorry. I'm sorry. I'd love to know from the people who work there, do you guys feel culturally, like you can feel this culture? Or I mean, when you 
when you feel them, t- <laughs> there you're, they're right there. But like, how does that come across just every day in your lives? Like, you're like, I know what I'm doing. I know why I'm here. This feels super collaborative. I don't culturally. Is it like, you feeling this fine, Margaret? Yes, whatever Heidi said. <laughs> <laughs> He's my favorite. Thank you, Tom. Thanks, Tom. Yeah, you have a focus. It's good to know what's expected of you. And, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And part of the, the brand book and the pillars was we're already doing this stuff. Yeah. It's just solidifying. Just articulating mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Putting it down. Yeah. Okay. That's good. I like, I, and it's funny. We talked about this. The the last one about don't be a shit. The I think there's there's it's you don't have there's a huge difference from when I started of the creative temper tantrums where that seemed like it was I don't know there was a point in time where you could get away with shit like mm-hmm. that and it's just and you can in some places but it's not the case but I don't think it's the case anymore at all right or just um, I mean I think it still exists yeah. Yeah. It's to what end? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Just got something thrown at me yesterday. Stop it. It just doesn't get you to better work necessarily. Or if it does, it's a really destructive way of doing it. A more objective way of um, debating a situation than subjective. So you you have to come to the table with reasons why and rationale and not, you know, just because. Cool. How do you foster, so speaking about rationale and coming to the table with ideas, like, how do you foster such an open, collaborative, you know, culture? Like, you know, sometimes people may not be as willing to speak up or they feel as though, or sometimes they may think, oh, my voice is the only one in the room that should be heard. Like, how do you rein that in and control that within your agency? I would say um, we try to strike a, a healthy balance of comfort and tension. Okay, so Ooh. our space is extremely comfortable. Mm-hmm. It feels like home. It really is we very go, nice. <laughs> we go out of our way to make to make people feel comfortable bringing themselves and being who they are and bringing their their whole self. Mm-hmm. So it's you know bring your kids, bring your dogs, you know bring your baggage, whatever it may be, um, and just and be who you are. And if people feel really comfortable, then they're going to be um, more willing to speak up and more willing to collaborate and to bring things forward and to um, it just allows for more creativity naturally. Um, but of course, if you're too creative, then you can be or too comfortable, you can get complacent. So. You know that's where the tension comes in, and making sure that there's a high enough standard and high enough expectations that people really, um, you know, do the best that they can every day. Of course, a lot of that comes from clients. A lot of tension comes naturally from client deadlines, and um, but we also try to make sure that people are um, disciplined as well in, in their roles within the agency and um, feel like they're always striving for something more. Mm-hmm. Or you don't try to be the smartest person in the room because I, I, you know, in many cases we're, we are not. You know, the, the talent that we have is, is smarter in certain ways. And this may sound silly. And one thing I learned actually from a creative at one point was brainstorming. And he said the dumbest thing. And I was like, that is just the dumbest idea. But I, it was such fun. And the, But then after that, the brainstorm really got kicked into high mm-hmm. gear. And I realized, so sometimes it's important to say the dumb thing, to say the stupidest thing in the room so mm-hmm. that everyone else feels like, well, I can top that. <laughs> I'm surely smarter. My idea's got to be better than what she just say. You know? and, and if I say it, then it's like, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so funny. And I think leaders last is something that we try to strive for, Holly and I. Um, sort of like we're not the ones getting up and sort of, sort of saying, here's the way it's going to be and everybody yeah. go follow suit. But... Yeah. Trying to elevate people to um, to find the answers on their own and to be and like she said, be smarter and 
we try to we uh, ongoing try to hire people that are smarter than us because you know the, yeah. there's just so much more to learn and um, yeah I don't know what. yeah and you know you don't realize so the tricky thing is we we do what we do and we don't really we we like it and we think it works for us and there are you know as the the lambs were up here and the the new talent was talking I was like well they're talking about fabulous places. I was like, well, how are we going to talk about culture? Because all the places they were talking about sounded like they were very nurturing mm-hmm. and, and you know, doing really well and especially nurturing new talent. So there are the subtle differences that make it right for individuals. And our place isn't, you know, it's not like this utopia where that's perfect for everyone, mm-hmm. but it works for the kind of minds and the, the people that we attract and the clients that we have and the way that we approach it. Mm-hmm. And it's about as sort of cohesively gelling wherever you are, whatever's the best culture for you. And so I only realized... What, the appreciation for what we have by outside eyes. And sometimes that is the way that um, when we talk to our boss about our culture and what we want to do and how we want to handle things, and if we talk, we literally talk to him about leaders last and how we want to do these things for our teams and our people, and, and he'll literally say, no, the leadership, without the leadership, the agency doesn't run. And we're like, no, without our people, it doesn't run. Mm-hmm. And you have these conversations, and you don't realize that there, there are diff, you know, there's so many different ways to approach it. Um, but that's not the IPG way. That just happens to be our boss's right. way. But he's okay. We literally completely disagree mm-hmm. on philosophically how we run the agency. <laughs> but again, that goes back to if we're going to do this and and we're yeah. expected to be successful, we're going to do it this way. And so we, as long as we're you know delivering on what we need to deliver, then he'll let us do it. But we see the outside perspective um, only as you know you go into a client's world. And you walk into their offices and you see how they interact or what they don't say to each other and how they don't say that thing that they want to say mm-hmm. that they're mm-hmm. thinking. Mm-hmm. You know, you know they're just swallowing shit, right? They're just swallowing all their thoughts and their opinions and their points of view because whoever's that leader in the room is setting the tone for what they're all going to do, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and I realized I would be fired in an instant if I went someplace like that because yeah, I've would. had just the freedom for so long that yeah. I don't know mm-hmm. how to... Respond. Not do that. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's so funny. So well, we've encouraged that from even the most junior. Positions. I love it. Do you the so the culture you've created? It's interesting. So now you go into clients and you just said you see what's wrong with clients because you now have this place that's so opposite of what clients. Do you guys ever think of how you can help clients become more like you now that you've done this? Because it is literally the the strategic thinking of building a brand for your client and getting the organization to run like that. You've done it. For yourselves, mm-hmm. right? Well, a culture should fall out of a brand's DNA, yeah. right? So not every brand is the same. Not every culture should be the same. It should be reflective of that brand. And this is something that we've been doing more and more um, under New Honor Societies, helping brands define their DNA. Mm-hmm. And then from that, and it's not a marketing thing. We're yeah. not doing this as a marketing agency. We're right. doing this as sort of corporate strategy and helping them figure out who they are and what they're about. And then that ideally informs their culture, informs their hiring practices, their product innovation, all of those things at a higher level. So in that way, yes, we're helping, if we can help the the brand or the company define their kind of higher calling, their reason for being, mm-hmm. then we can help them develop a culture that lives into that. It doesn't mean it's it's our culture that, you know, we're not trying to make every yeah. every culture like ours, yeah, right? Yeah. But mm-hmm. ours is less all more so that's how our... our our culture was born. Yeah. The toughest thing, I think, is you ha- you decide what your principles are, right? And they'll mm-hmm. say if you have principles, the toughest part is what you say no to or what you give up for those principles. And in terms of, you know, what's the right kind of client for us or what's the c- right kind of work for us, we've gone into pitches 
where we thought, okay, we know what their needs are, and we could totally do that. And then we walk into the room, and it's just a bad cultural fit. And the mm -hmm. way, you know, our who we are and who they are is just so wrong. And you're in there for an hour, hour and a half, and you come out, and, you know, before you even get back to your office, you get a call, and they're like, mm, no. <laughs> and you're just like, ugh. I just want to go sell something on e-commerce. I don't want to talk to anyone. And, but then the next day, we literally went to another client that we were working with and working on their DNA. And we walked into, we were, we're interviewing 18 of their executives and talking to them about their company and why they're there and what's important. And they said, you know, we just, we love the mission and we are really passionate about it. And we're just all a bunch of nerds about this. And, <laughs> and at the end of that interview, Heidi and I looked at herself like, this is where we belong, right? Yeah. So we realized as we're going down this path, we're not going to be right for everyone. Mm -hmm. And it's, you, it's still hard to take when you yeah, get yeah. rejected, but sometimes you don't know until you go in the room. Mm -hmm. But then when you do find that right fit, it's so rewarding and exciting because you are, that's who you're truly meant to work for. And one of the first things that we um, did when we were able to define who we wanted to be, what kind of work we wanted to do, uh, what we were good at, and what we were going to ask the minds that we have. What, what are we asking them to do? You hire talented people, and then because you need to make money, you take jobs that really don't use those talents. And one of the first things we do, and it was like the most rewarding was, and this person actually brought it up the other day, which reminded me, is there was a client that paid us full rec rates, wasn't a huge client, and we said... Um, and, but the business was draining, like soul-sucking, right? It just wasn't good. And we wrapped up a little note. We said, you can, you can fire this client. And we put a little bow on it, and we gave it to the account director. And we said, you can go tell this client we're not going to work for them anymore. Wow. And you know, to say no to money, yeah. right? Yeah, that's like, incredibly hard. You know that's your principle, yeah. and it felt so good. It's yeah. a little bit risky. And I'm like, all right, got to get our shit together and make this yeah. something happen. But it's, that's what makes it fun and interesting yeah. and rewarding. Well, it's funny. A couple, a couple of things, things strike me is going into your boss and telling him that you guys will quit unless you go down this path. Or this is the way you guys want to do this, and you're not really interested. In, this is it. But then delivering on it financially is a whole yeah. other kettle of fish, right? right? And yeah. IPG, they don't they don't care. They have a number. And right. You even make that number. Mm -hmm. So good for you. I mean, that's huge. So it must be working. Yeah, we're. I mean, we're ruffling a lot of feathers for sure along the way. We're. You know, they have, uh, I don't know how many hundreds of agencies within this holding company of IPG, but we're the first that, um, to try to sell a product. Yeah. So we've developed a product it's, as an agency. And so they're like running around like, what are we, how do we do this? How do they're, we get the insurance? You know, they're like, yeah, they're all the way like, up the, to the top the of the legal people are, minds like, are going to blow their, yeah. Who are these? Oh. Who's, who's this little St. Louis agency? <laughs> I, heard, I don't well, know how many times, it was like it was canned speech from, we are in the business of marketing and everything. Right. <laughs> and like, yes, I know. We, and, and we're also going to do this. That's yeah. right. So you guys tried to are going to launch a product, or you're just trying to, just because, why not? Why wouldn't you? What is product? Should we, do we talk about this or no? To come. Uh, to come, okay. We're getting the risk, man, you know, we got IPG, <laughs> the head of IPG risk management. It's, it's, in, it's at his desk. Like, it's the Wizard of Oz. Oh, my God. He's <laughs> talked to you and saying, why are you doing this? This isn't what we do, and we don't buy this insurance. And we're like, well, that's great. Okay. Isn't that funny? We'll try. Yeah, good for you. <laughs> Yeah. That's so funny. Oh, one thing I love, and we're, we're wrapping up, but the titles on your website of how you divide the thing. Where did those come from? Because it was really two choices, correct? There's, there's a few. There's right? A few. So was, all the creatives. <laughs> so we have, we, have traditional, we have traditional levels. Um, we do? But uh, sort of in broad strokes, all the creatives design and, and copy our storytellers okay. because you know, we were trying to get 
you know, designers to not think about aesthetics only and get copywriters to not just think about the words, but think of themselves as my role as a, of a storyteller and am I, how am I doing that and, and sort of think beyond, you know, that, that little silo. And then um, account people are cultivators because we, we want our account and client service folks to think of themselves as cultivating the ideas, mm-hmm. right? They're not just in charge of the client relationship, but they're, in, they're there to help kind of water and grow these things and make sure they see the light of day because that's really the hardest part isn't coming up with the idea but it's making sure it doesn't end up on this wall over here is that a can we do quotes (laughs) we can how about the worst the just shocking quotes you've heard (laughs) (laughs) that's the hardest part it is so we're we're asking a lot of our cultivators um and then yeah so those are kind of the two main ones like those so i was wondering if anyone has any questions we didn't ask this last time but does anyone have any questions tara has another one just wondering. Uh, one last question here. Obviously, you guys have been in the business for a, quite a couple of years here, and um, you've seen some changes and some shifts. What do you predict as being next like in the industry, or what would you like to see next in the industry? I mean, what I'd like to see next is just more of a focus on solving problems versus pushing products. Nice. I, think pe- I think people expect that, and I actually wanted to ask this of the lambs of, sort of, you know, younger people and what they expect from brands, especially yeah. with social media and the way they interact with brands now is there's just a higher expectation and brands have more responsibility, you know, to 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 give and to offer something of value. And so I would just like to see them come up with, use their marketing dollars to really do meaningful things for people versus just um, selling some features and benefits. <laughs> All right, beautiful. Everything to add to that? You good? I agree. <laughs> I agree wholeheartedly. That's perfect. All right. Thank you both. Thank that you. was fantastic. Thanks. Let's give them a round of applause.